Ask Us Absolutely Anything is a Thrave production podcast. Hello, I'm Scott Walker. And I'm Andy Walker. Welcome to Ask Us Absolutely Anything. Hello and welcome to the podcast of Ask Us Absolutely Anything. Again, within reason. Um, I am joined once again by my father. Hello, there, father. Hello, good evening and welcome. Oh dear. How are you? I'm okay. I've got a mouthful of rich tea biscuit at the moment, but... um... Um, yeah, I uh, know. Well, but again, when you consider all things considered and considering everything and um, everything like that, I'm all right. Okay. <laughs> I think. Um, yes, so once again, we are here. We have had, had, have had, 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 had. had. <laughs> Have had, have, 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 have a few questions. I don't know what it is. I just I haven't been able to talk properly last couple of days. Um, so have a few questions sent from us. That's that's not even worth it. I just completely spent five minutes to marking up my words for the stupid sentence. It's ridiculous. Um, yes, yeah, so some questions sent through to us from people. Um, I picked out a few that I've sent to as well, and I had sharp. Ah, <laughs> uh, you do well. You're working well, good. And um, I have sent through some to you, obviously, and I've picked out some here. Um, would like to say as well that we've got some very weird questions. I know we have had. Let's say. I know we've had some. Oh, this is ridiculous. Why am I thinking so hard about what I'm going to say? <laughs> we've had some very weird questions over the last few um, yeah. episodes or last few podcasts. Oh. Start again. I feel like someone else's. I feel like I've got someone else's teeth in. You'll start again. <laughs> I don't think it would help. <laughs> I just feel like I, I feel like I've got someone else's mouth attached to my head. It just doesn't <laughs> want to work properly. Um, yes, uh, I don't know. I don't know. Can we just get on with the first question? Yes, let's get on with the first question because this is yeah. going to this is going to be making it a lot better. First question we have. I have I have realised as well that a lot of the questions we have seem to revolve around um, food. Oh well. Well, this, How do we? Especially this one is: if you're a type of vegetable, what vegetable would you be? Um, vegetables. Now, I'm a lover of vegetables. Well, I like eating vegetables. I guess if I say I'm a lover of vegetables, that kind of kind of makes it sound like I'm some kind of pervert. Well, I am say. some kind of pervert, but just not that kind of pervert. <laughs> um, <laughs> 
I especially like Brussels sprouts. Okay. I'm fully aware that not many people like Brussels sprouts. It's definitely a, one that divides a lot of people, yes. Yeah, strangely enough, somebody said to me a little while ago, Brussels sprouts are a kind of Marmite vegetable. And I thought, no, they're Brussels sprouts. They're not Marmite. <laughs> Um, weird thing to say it's like a mom so yeah no I, I think because not many people eat them I'd like to be a Brussels sprout that way I wouldn't get eaten so much okay or possibly a pak choy just because I like the word pak choy okay I can sort of understand your reasoning behind that. Oh, the yeah, about Brussels sprouts anyway. I'm not too sure about the reasoning behind that choy, but yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. What would you be then? Would you be a pea? Why a pea? I don't know. What's wrong with a pea? Peas are nice. I don't know. I see. I think possibly, I'd see whether or not you, you technically class it as that, because it's not. I'd, I'd probably be a mushroom. Technically, mushrooms aren't vegetables, they're fungi. This is what I'm saying, technically. But, yeah, you do class it as a vegetable. It has been said before that you are a bit of a fungi to be with. Um, Uh, I don't know what I'm more disappointed about. The fact you said my joke before I did, the fact we fought the same one. (laughs) (laughs) Both, probably. Yeah, no, I don't know. Yeah. It's a bit of a weird question. It's not something that has really, I've spent a lot of time thinking about, I must admit. Not over the millennia. No. It's a, it's a very um, a very weird question to ask, unless, it's, unless you spend a lot of time thinking about, about stuff like that. I mean, you know, you have to think about the afterlife and what's going to happen, but I'm not sure. <clears throat> I think when you're reincarnated, you kind of get reincarnated as another um, kind of sentient organism rather than a fruit. See, surely that depends on who you're asking, though, because I'm sure there's people out there on this planet that would say that there are fruit and vegetables that, are, that could be classed as sentient beings. I'm not sure about sentient. They, they don't have the ability to to think and... and uh, and stuff. <laughs> no, you're right. They're, well, I mean, fruit, fruit effectively are just like seed pods. And vegetables, by their very definition, are similar because they they grow from the mother. Apart from a couple, there are a couple. Root vegetables are different because they're the roots of the plant rather than the plant or something grows on the plant. No idea what I'm talking about now because I don't know anything about gardening. <laughs> so I realised partway through that sentence, I have no idea what I was talking about, whether I was telling the truth or whether I was just lying. I know stuff about gardening, but not a lot about growing vegetables. Okay. But so there, yeah, there we go. Question. I hope that answers your question, whoever you asked, whoever whoever you are or are. Whoever you are out there for. Your 
great knowledge. I wouldn't be a mushroom on my dad, but I'd either be Puck, Pak Choy, or a Brussels sprout. I hope that brings joy unto you for years to come. Yeah. Whatever you do with that knowledge, well, I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> And we start laughing. Yeah. (laughs) Kind of guy I am. Fair enough. Oh. Sapping. Well, have you got any questions? I've got lots of questions. What what do you want? Oh, okay. Right. Um. (laughs) Okay. Question. Right. Okay. If you could play any sport professionally, which sport would you choose? Oh, see, I, I was, I see this, and I was torn a bit. In what to say? I, I obviously, my first thought about it would have been rugby because that's what I used to play before. Um, and I, I don't know. I would love to like to have had the opportunity. At least try and play professionally, but I don't know. I was also thinking about it. now. In my life, I'll probably just end up being like sort of very good at playing darts. <laughs> I suppose, yeah. If you could, if if I had the chance to go back and try and do it properly, I suppose rugby would probably be my first choice. Right. And then after that, it'd be darts because they're obviously go hand in hand. Well, well, no, they do. I can see that. You. Huh? What about you? Well, I you know, I'm 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 not a big sports fan. Uh, no. If I could play professionally, uh, I'd like to play WOM, obviously. <laughs> uh, I'd like to take WOM to the Olympics and, and uh, be the first WOM gold medalist. Uh, but other than that, um, I don't know. Always fancy having to go at golf. No idea why. I just, I just find it fascinating that they can hit that little tiny ball over a long distance and make it go exactly where they want it to go. No idea how they do that. It just, it just fascinates me that they can do that. You know, it just, it does show the type of mentality I'm at. I know the questions we're asking, yeah, and it, obviously you saying you'd like to have a go. And try, but for some reason, my, my first instinct and thought was you just standing at a golf in a golf ball. Yeah, no, that, that standing on a, just standing at a golf course, just shouting at golfers. Yeah, I, I always thought what you did you pick the ball up, put it in the back of a car, went down to the other end of the, the, the to where the green was, open the door, open the door up, and knock the golf ball out. Because when you're there, you, you 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 have to use your driver to drive the ball down the fairway. <laughs> uh, obviously, you get a limo with a chauffeur. <laughs> Is that not right? No, I don't no. think so. Not not sure about the idea of hitting it with me wood either. To be honest. <laughs> <laughs> Oh dear. But there you go. 
Um, Strange question, people. I mean, have they seen us? I don't think so. Because, I mean, anybody that's seen us would look at us and go, Sport? <laughs> really? Yeah. Obviously, we started this off from the film podcast we've done, so I'm hoping that there are people that are listening that may have seen us at least once. Maybe. Maybe, unless they've just listened to the whole thing and gone. I'd like to ask them a question and not actually what. Um, I've actually got one question that was uh, put to me by my lovely, lovely partner. Uh-huh. Because apparently it's it's a question that not plays in her mind a lot, but a question that she finds interesting to ask to people. Okay. It, it when I when I when I try to put into words what she said to me, I make it sound very bizarre. The way she said it to me was perfectly normal. Okay, but the question she put to me: was, If you were stranded on a desert island, or on an, on an island, sorry, with the choice of just taking three books with you, what three books would you choose and why? Have they got to be books? I don't know. She said books. Okay. <laughs> so, Razzle and uh, Bus and, and uh, those sort of things are out then. Uh, even was... the reader's wives, it, 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 it can't be classed as books. Um, I don't know. See, when you get bored reading the same three books over and 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 over again, wouldn't you? Yeah, there's a good point, but it depends on how much you enjoy the books and one of those dilemmas. It's like the thing. Excuse me for one moment while I shout at the cat, George. Off. Puncher. Oh no, I didn't say that. I'm not a football player. I don't do these things. Um, uh, yeah, no. Uh, yes, no, I don't know. Because, shut up. I'm like, a, I'm like one that had a good story, to it, obviously. And one that I wouldn't get bored if I read it. See, I have an advantage nowadays, though, which is the fact that I do have a terrible memory. So when I read a book, by the time I finished it, I've forgotten what happened at the beginning, so I can start reading it again and not remember it. That does help, yes. Uh, but no, I think I would probably say one of them would definitely be Roof World uh, by Christopher Fowler, which is a brilliant film, a book, brilliant book. Um, Possibly Guardians of the Galaxy by Paul Anderson. Mm. And probably um, probably The Light of Other Days. No, it's not called that. It's not called that at all. It's called Other Days, Other Eyes, I think, by Bob Shaw. Okay. Three very good science fiction stories, which would, well, no, two good science fiction stories and one fantasy, sort of fantasy type story. 
Yeah, you have a problem. Huh? You have a problem because you don't read books, do you? I don't because obviously I, I suffer with. I find it very difficult to read. It, my, my my imagination, my my focus on one thing. So I think if it could, could be quite easy for me to take the three books because I would never get through them. <laughs> Get about halfway. I, I suppose actually, it depends on the book. There are a few books I have read cover to cover and reread a few times because uh, there's stuff that I enjoy. Like I've what I've wrote, uh, wrote no wrote read the Hobbit and the Lord of the Rings trilogies countless times um, hmm. and stuff. Like, uh, a few other things like Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. I've, I've read just the stuff that I've that I find interesting. I have read few multiple times um okay yes it's taken me a long time to read them because i, I normally get distracted by doing other things or or get halfway through it and, or, or, um so yeah probably i suppose you pretty if i took the the, the lord of the rings trilogy that would cram my free my free book so i could just read them and like i said i'd probably get to the end of the last one and forgot or got bored to reread them again. Yeah. Or it'll take me so long to read them that I could be there for a year before I actually finished the first one. So, <laughs> Cause the problem as well, it depends what sort of island you're on. There is that, yes. Because if you're on an island where it's continually raining, you wouldn't get much reading done because every time you open the book, it gets soaking wet and start falling apart. Yep. I suppose as well, if you're on, a, if you're on an island by yourself, a book to take with you probably would be How to Survive on an Island. True, that would be good, but yeah. But if you don't know you're going to be put on, on you're going to be on a, going to be stranded on an island, that would be a very fortuitous book to have. Unless you carry it on you all the time. Have it one in your pocket. Would, one would say that if anyone carries the book called How to Survive on an Island, if you're if you're stranded there with them all the time, that they are being a little pessimistic. Yeah, true, but... <laughs> Could be wrong, but hey. Yeah. Kind of glass half-empty person, I feel. <clears throat> Depends on how much you've eaten from. But yeah, no, I suppose, yeah, because of the fact I've, I suppose, how long the dominant takes, I'm free with though. Um, but yeah, if you, I suppose, if you're prepared for the, prepared to go on some island, then or prepared to go to this, whatever, then having having the books that actually would help you live would probably be hand, handy. Yeah, I don't know. Like I said, it depends on how prepared you are for it. Yeah, well, you know, is anyone ever prepared for anything really? I mean, really prepared? Not getting into that conversation again. A bit deep on it, right? All right, then. Here's one for you. What's the best fact that you know? I'm running through my brains of facts. Um, I don't know. See, I, 
I used to know, or, oh, no, try this again. I used to have a fact that I used to tell people all the time. But I suddenly discovered about a year ago that it's not actually true. It's not a fact at all. It's actually not true at all. And I've been telling it people for years as being a fact when I've actually been wrong. Yeah. Which is bloody annoying. Okay. Because I was told once a long time ago that it takes more calories to eat a stick of celery than there are in the stick of celery itself. Which apparently is not true. Okay. How... Well, I discovered it wasn't true by watching a TV program in which they said it wasn't true. Um, a scientist type person said it wasn't true, which is bloody annoying because I used to have a really good joke. Because my, my thing was, I used to say to people, Did you know that it takes more calories to eat a stick of celery than there are a stick of celery itself? Which means if you ate nothing for cel but celery for the rest of your life, you'd starve to death. Now that doesn't work. Because the fact isn't true. Okay, yeah. Which is really annoying. So, the best fact I know apart from that is that elephants can't jump. I can't. No, you're right, they can't. Yeah, okay, yes. Yeah. Oh, I really had to think about that for a minute. The thing, of course, is that somebody said to me once, why would they want to? There is that, yes. Why would... Yeah, I suppose, why, yeah, why would an elephant want to jump? Yeah. See, I'm not absolutely sure if this is a fact, but I, feel, I, I think it is right that elephants are the only animals that have four forward-facing knees. See, it, uh, it sounds familiar. I think I've heard that before somewhere. It strikes me that if they've got four forward-facing knees and they can't jump, that's a hell of a waste of knees. Yep, that is a good point. I suppose I'm thinking about it, there is a fact that no, but I'm not 100% sure how it works. Okay. Apparently it's been proven. I don't know if it's because of the chemical compounds or what. Bees can detect, like bees, so bumblebees, yeah. can detect bombs. Bombs? In like, so apparently from what, can, from what I remember of the threat, that if, it, if a bomb is made with... Um, Plastic explosives, the C4 or something like that, a bee can detect them. Okay. I have no idea how or why they would, how they find this out or why they would find it. Apparently, was someone making a bomb somewhere one day and all of a sudden these hundreds of bees came flying through the window and he went, oh my God. Yeah. I, don't, I, I don't know. It was, on a, it was again, it was another fact. It was on a TV program or something I was watching. Apparently, there's science behind it. I, I didn't actually quite hear that bit, but 
the, yeah, apparently these there's bees that can detect and if it's the chemical element or the chemical compounds or what of B4 and plastic explosives. Well, there you go. Yeah, I, I would love to have been there. Honey taste a bit funny, wouldn't you? Yeah, I'd love to have been there and day in the like the sort of meeting with all the scientists and done, you know, we're like everyone's sitting there going, we're going to cure cancer. And there's one sitting there going, now let's find FP because it's D4. Yeah. It's just, it's just like. Well, so you know, it's good because if you think you've got a, bo- a bomb somewhere, you just reload, release a load of bees in, into the air and they'll find it for you. Or at least, if not, they'll find where the local plants are to pollinate. <laughs> one or the other. To find a yeah, that could be really confusing. Does that mean that technically that every field where you find bumblebees, it could be a bomb? Yeah. That would make walking in the wilderness a bit weird. A bit I don't risky. know effects about bumblebees, actually. Oh, yeah. Yeah, according to the laws of physics, there is absolutely no way that bumblebees should be able to fly. Yes, they're, they're aerodynamically correct. Yeah, they're, they're, their wings should not be able to hold the weight of their body because their bodies are too big and bulky for the for the strength of their wings. They should not be able to move through the air as quickly and e- as easy as they can because they're like, like a flying brick. I've heard that, actually. It's, it's very bizarre and a very weird... It's just, just goes to show the wonders of nature. Determination. It, it's 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 to do with the with the diversity of the natural world that we live in today. Okay. Or something. Yeah. Okay. Ah, my leg. Oh. <laughs> my leg. Oh. Arm or leg? Army leg, yeah. Arm or leg? Yes, um... Yeah, no, I'm on a leg. For some reason, I thought you said, is that a llama or a, llama or a leg? A llama. Berg, you see, you see one in a field with a mask on his face and a bag over his, his shoulder... He's a burglar alarmer. <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> Any road up? Yep. Okay. <laughs> What's next on the menu? Um, I don't know. There's one here that thinking about it as I'm looking at it is a very Odd, uh, odd subject. Mm-hmm. It becomes possible to transplant your brain and your conscience into something else to stay alive. Would you do it? Mm. It would depend what it was. Because I would want, I would want it to be something that had eyes, ears, and could vocalise. Yeah. 
So effectively, I would want it to be another human being or some kind of mammal that had vocal cords to be able to speak. Okay. Or a computer. So the answer to that is yes. No, so I, I, I get if, that. I suppose. If, 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 I could, if I could have everything transplanted, if I could have everything transplanted into another human being or some kind of computerized device that could communicate and um, receive external stimuli, then yes. If, 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 however, it was being transplanted into a slug, then no. <laughs> I suppose <laughs> into a slug. Um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, you know, you never know what's possible with you in the future. Yeah, there was. The or if they could transplant it into anything, bug probably wouldn't be top of their list. Well, I don't know. I mean, you know, there's lots of them. They there don't is... do much. <laughs> there is that. <laughs> okay. What about you do? Would you do it? See, I think it depends on for me, I think it depends on the age I was or the age I would be if when it happens. Uh. So if I'd lived like, I'm going to say, till I was in my 90s and they went, you could keep you alive for another God knows how long, you could transplant everything. I'm probably saying, no, nah, you're all right. Oh, I wouldn't. If, if, I could have, if I could have my consciousness and my brain with all the knowledge I've got and all the things I know and everything, right, transplanted into the body of, say, a 14-year-old, I'd be quite happy with that. Because I'd be able to do all the things that I couldn't do when I was a 14-year-old because I didn't know how to do them. Fair enough. But I, I suppose as well, it depends on the, life, the sort of... the life I lived, I don't know. If I had, like, things that, I don't know, I, I left unresolved or... I had wanting to go on or something like sort of wanted to find out, then maybe, but I don't know. And if, I, if I'd feel a quite happy and fulfilling life. Yeah. So I just want to watch more horror films. Yeah. I could do it. And yeah, I suppose I, I would do it just to annoy everyone, just stick around for a bit longer. Just to... so I'd, I'd do it, but I'd change my name so that they didn't know it was me. <laughs> And then just go around and go around and, and have a go at all the people that have, have annoyed me. There's <laughs> somebody else. So I'd like to have my brain and consciousness transferred transferred into the body of a seven foot tall Russian weightlifter. So I could then go around to all the people that have ever given me grief and punch them in the head. I've been very violent tonight. I don't know why. It's not mean. I don't normally like that. 
know. I don't know. Fair enough. So yeah, all right. Let's 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 get on to something. <laughs> what fictional place would you like to visit the most? Oh. So that's quite a hard one, actually, for me, because I I live in my own little fantasy world, I suppose. Um, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I, I, I like... I would like the idea, the possibility to visit, like, the whole... Keep going back to it, but, like, the whole Lord of the Rings, Hobbits thing. Um, but... I think I'd also really, really like to visit this world. This world. Well, yeah, Terry Pratchett's. Yeah, yeah. So I think that's just I'm sort of torn between yeah, this visiting Discworld and the stuff that goes on there or visiting Earth. <laughs> Fair enough. Um each for different reasons. Yeah. What about yourself? Uh, uh... My brain. Okay. It's a fictional place. No, um, I don't know really because hmm, it'd be nice if I'm only visiting, it'd be quite nice to experience life in uh, at the time when kind of the Next Star Trek Next Generation took place because things were sorted out in the Federation and it was a, a peaceful time when people supposedly lived in peace and harmony and, and everything with each other and uh, everyone was, diversity was celebrated and everything, everyone got on with everyone no matter where they came from or what they looked like or anything. And that would be nice for a change. Yeah. Um, other than that, I think somewhere weird, somewhere surreal. I'd like to go somewhere quite bizarre and surreal for a while, just to, just to see what it's like to be there. Um, something like I don't know, visiting a like being able to live inside a Dali painting for a while, all the clocks melted and elephants with legs like stilts and. Things. Think about elephants, don't you? I have. I love. No, I always have had. I love elephants. I think they're wonderful things. They're they are an amazing creature, and they defy all logic. <laughs> Fair enough. Oh, and apart from anything else, they're funny. I'll never. I've, I've never had the opportunity to see, to see an elephant stand uh, elephant stand up comedian. No, they are. They're very funny. Have you ever seen an elephant, Gerald? <laughs> I've never seen an elephant, Gerald, but I have seen a rhino, Neil. Thank you very much. Oh dear. Um. <clears throat> yes. Oh. So, yes, and things. Oh, I've got another one. I've got another one for you. How about... 
What is the most disgusting food you've ever eaten? Oh, now is this I don't know, proper food? Do you reckon, or is it just can it be something we've made up? As in something we've just thrown together. So you have to eat a proper meal. I, don't know, I suppose it could be one of each. I suppose if it's one we've had a proper meal of, and then or had had, and then one that we've made ourselves. I suppose. Okay. I suppose for the one that I've had, for the one that I've had the proper food. I suppose that I had. I've really I couldn't. I, I, try, I had the chance to try oysters. Right. And don't see people's fascination with them. Can't. Don't understand how people can eat them. Disgusting. It's just it's like eating stuff. Yeah. And I just don't understand how people can eat them the way but just yeah. loads as many as they do. It just my, I tried it made me feel physically ill. My my mate Nick once said to me, you know, if you've got a really, really, really bad cold and you're all bunged up and you you go go <laughs> like that and you draw a bit of glow and then you swallow it. He said, Imagine that. Tasted a little bit of fish with loads of salt on it. That's that's kind of like what it's like. That's pretty much exactly the uh, sort of experience I had. I've, I've never had oysters. I've never really had any desire to he- eat them. Um, I don't, my <clears throat> oysters. See, oysters are one of these things that I can never understand. The first person that ate one, I can see them going, "Oh, I wonder what that's like," and eating it. And then yeah. I can see them maybe trying to play a trick on their mate by going, yeah, yeah, have one of these. They're really good. Yeah. I reckon that's the way that it's gone. It's gone around everybody playing a trick on everybody else. Yeah, I suppose, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's almost one of them things. You go, yeah, you know, like, someone got me, you've got to try this. Yeah. And just, just do that whole joke thing. And it, it sort of got to the point where it's got a hand and people are sitting there going, I don't think that's the way I expected it. <laughs> Yeah, every, everyone's doing it to everyone else, thinking that they're going to get, so, you know, they're going to, but now it's kind of got to that, that emperor's new clothes thing where nobody can say it's horrible because of the fact that they look stupid if they do because you're supposed to like them because they're supposed to be posh, being sweet. The whole idea of them being like aphrodisiacs as well. Now, I don't know about anyone else, but I've never sort of, Accidentally, like when I've had a cold and I'm whole to sniffing and end up taking loads of phlegm and I never thought to myself, I know what I really fancy now. Yeah, but you see, it's the, <laughs> it's the it's the the proteins and the and the thingies they've got in them that's supposed to make you feel. It didn't know to me. I don't know if it's just I don't know if that makes I, me weird or what. It just it I, really I, I think there's a, there's a, there's this old saying which is that so you should never eat oysters if there's a Day in the month, um, <laughs> or something like that. Anyway, uh, you know, your proper food then. The most disgusting thing I've ever. Now, as, you, as you may know, may know, other people out there may know. Um, I, I am. Uh, I, I have been for many years in recovery, and when I it's recovery i just decided that one of the things i wanted to do was try to experience new things that i'd never had before so i decided i'd always seen these jars in chip shops of pickled eggs i decided i'm going to have a pickled egg so i bought a pickled egg 
I bit into it and thought it was the most disgusting thing I had ever had. It tasted revolting and it made me want to throw up. And I thought, why would anybody eat one of these? Yeah. I've got to admit, I've never seen the fascination. I've, I'm wrong. I like pickled onions, I like pickled gherkins, stuff like that. Yeah. Never seen or understood the reasoning behind pickled eggs. It, it, they're horrible. They are absolutely the only thing I can think could be worse, and I've, I've never tried one, but I'm, I'd love to try one just because I've done it. Are these Chinese hundred year old eggs? That is, they're, they're like they're green. Yeah, I suppose. Say just to sort of take your off on it. Yeah. But, yeah, that's a bit of a. When you open the eggs up, apparently the insides of them are black and green and they're kind of jelly like. But yeah, it's making um, me feel big <laughs> Now, as far as everything else goes, I would say I have made two of the worst things that I've ever eaten. Um, one of them was salt fish and ackee. Now, ackee is a bit like spinach. Well, no, it's not ackee. Something else. Anyway, what we had with it, it's not ackee. It's, it's a different thing. I can't remember. It's called callaloo. Yeah. And it's like spinach. But it's in, it's in brine. It's in salted water. Yeah. Now, I didn't realise you're supposed to wash it before you cook it. Yeah. Right? So I didn't. I just cooked it. So it tasted really salty. And saltfish is called, called saltfish because of the fact that it's covered in salt to, pre, to preserve it. Yeah. And what I didn't realise was you're supposed to soak that overnight. To release the salt. To release the salt. And I didn't do that either. I just cooked it. So that was very salty. So we had this plate... <laughs> Of salty fish and salty vegetables, and it kind of just drives our nerves out. They can't talk, can't do anything. That was good. Uh, the other thing was, I decided, and I thought, fair enough, and, and this is true, right? This is absolutely true. Pretty much, if you want to make a curry, you can make a curry out of pretty much any meat, right? Yeah, and that is true. But it depends what type of curry you're making. Yeah. I was going to make a curry, but I didn't want to make it too spicy or too hot or anything like that, because I wasn't sure at that time whether my good lady wife liked hot, spicy things or not, because we hadn't been together that long. So I decided that I might make a korma, because they're kind of like creamy and mild. Yeah. But I didn't think about the fact that I needed to get myself, get some meat that was kind of relatively flavourless. <laughs> Something like chicken, maybe pork at a push. Yeah. So I thought I can just use any meat because you can make curry out of any meat, can't you? Which is true if you're making something like a madras or a bindaloo or, a, you know, one of the, a spicy curry, because you, you don't really taste the meat as such. And it doesn't matter if it's a fairly robust sort of meat. Yeah. So I'm, I made this, uh, this korma. 
of liver. Oh, oh dear. <laughs> uh, it was marginally edible. Oh, I'm surprised by that. Well, no, you, you could actually eat it because it was physically possible to do so. Oh, okay. Unlike the saltfish and calorie, because that was physically impossible to eat because you couldn't swallow it properly because it was it dried your mouth out so much. But yeah, the liver coma was was a bad idea. Um, it uh, did not taste great. In fact, it really tasted so awful. It was untrue. But it was physically possible to eat it. Not that we wanted to. <laughs> See, my problem is is the fact that I've ha I've had food that I don't like that have been like like I said like the US and stuff like that. But I'm quite a good cook, so I can sort of make anything taste nice within okay. reason. But I will say my. And it's not my opinion. I thought it was quite nice, but that's just because of the fact that I wasn't ill at the time and I couldn't actually taste that much of it. But, <laughs> um, both my both my kids and Amy um, refused to eat it because it tasted really, really horrible. Apparently, but I tried to on my first attempt at making egg fried rice. Right, I completely screwed it up. Now, I had, I had a method with me. I had all the stuff that I read, uh, recipe, everything. I had the way to do it. But what I didn't realise, because of the way the way that it was set up on my page, on when my uh, thing when I printed it out, that it actually missed out a line when I printed it. Okay. And what it said on there was to... Uh, obviously, if you do it the proper way that... It, and you meant to use it on the same walk, but it does say to see if you haven't got that to do it another way. So what I did, what I did was, what you meant to do first, you cook the egg first, yeah, the rice and break it up, yeah. Now see what I actually for the first time I made it was cook all the rice and then just break an egg into it, right? By cooking it that way. Right. Problem is that obviously rice is quite starchy, even if even if you drain it off. So putting raw egg on top of it yeah. basically just turned it into porridge. And let's say I I I tried eating some of it. Admittedly, I was ill and I needed something to eat, so I just forced myself to eat it. But both let's say both my kids and Amy refused to eat it because it was just. But. Mm. I did only realise when I looked at obviously I looked at the um, recipe I had and I showed it to Amy and she just looked at me she went, she went I don't understand how you've got it so wrong and I'm like neither do I and it's only when Amy then looked at the recipe she went did you separate it? What do you mean? And what I just said that's when I then realised that I missed that like sort yeah. of a, a step which was Cook the egg first, and then and then it which is then mixed together. Yeah, well, I've read it as crack the egg, mix together. <laughs> but yeah, no, it, that was probably one of the worst dishes I've ever. 
never made myself an eaten, I suppose. One of the most worrying things I've ever had was when I used to go out a lot and, and see bands and, and, and drink with my mate Nick, we used to go back to his house afterwards quite often. And when we got back, most of the time we were very hungry. And Nick always had a cupboard full of pot noodles. So we used to quite often make ourselves a pot noodle. And because pot noodles, by their very nature, don't have as much flavour as you would like, ever, we used to put other stuff in them to give them a bit of flavour. And on one particular time, I remember us going in, we put some Cadbury smash in it. Uh, we, we put some chilli sauce and some soy sauce and some Liam Perry's, I think we put in there, and uh, some ketchup. And I think we might have put some chopped up spam in it. Um, I kind of remember putting some... Um, uh, chopped up chilies into it, and then we put some um, uh, balsamic vinegar in, and some. Even though we put smash in, we then put in some pieces of. Uh, uh, oh, what's the, what's the other potatoes mashed potato thing you used to get? I can't remember what it was called in there. It used to be in little chunks rather than in powder form. Um, so we put some of that in and we put some um, other, another chilli sauce thing in it and some uh, uh, brown sauce and some... Uh, I, think we, I think we might have put salad cream in it as well. And a few other things, a few other bits and pieces, some herbs and some spices and stuff like that. And then we poured the hot water on, boiling water on, stirred it up and all that sort of thing, left it to stand, do its thing, and then we stirred it up again and made sure it was all mixed in together properly and all that sort of thing. And then we went and ate it. And um, the following morning, I woke up and I went home. And it wasn't until I got home that I realised that there was a, a bit on my jeans. My, I had a lovely pair of blue jeans. There was a bit on my jeans. The night before, I had dr dropped some of this stuff on my leg and just wiped it off. Yeah. And on my leg, on my blue jeans, there was this little white circle, completely white. It had bleached all the colour out of my jeans. <laughs> so wow i have no idea what it did to my stomach <laughs> wow that's that's impressive i know how i survived that i don't know <laughs> that's 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 wow um to be honest i don't think that could be topped so <laughs> no so we have had sort of had there. We have got some more questions. Had, we we have have had 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 yes. Got some more questions, but we would like to hear some more from other people as well. So if you've got any other questions, please um, get in touch with us either on Facebook, um, on Instagram. Our production team uh, is on Instagram as well. 
Um, send them a message, send us an email. Um, we'd love to hear your questions. As obviously, as you can tell from listens to, if you have listened to it, um, they are some weird and wonderful questions. And yeah, well, I think ask us absolutely anything. So far, there hasn't been a question that we've been sent that we can't actually we can't actually answer. Um, whether or not it's the way that people want us to answer it or not is a different story. But no, no. And if there's anybody out there who's listening who wants to get together with me to work out the rules for WOM, <laughs> then um, let me know and we'll we'll see what we can do. So if someone wants to help help with that take WOM to the Olympics and I'm a We'll put together our well, world's first two men one team. Wants to help make it a international sport. Um, <laughs> please contact us. Um, I'm sure to go down in history, or at least in some psychiatric journal. Um, <laughs> we'll go down in. <laughs> Down in history, or at least some doctor's psychiatric journal, saying these people are mental. Um, so yes, thank you, Dad, for joining me again today. No problem at all. It's been uh, as much fun as it has been. Glad to hear. <laughs> um, thank you for anyone listening, if there are any. Yes. Still, um, this has been ask us absolutely anything within reason. Um, Thank you for joining us. Bye. Goodbye. Ask Us Absolutely Anything is a Thrive production podcast.